Hi everybody, I'm Jason Davis of the Nerd Brand Podcast, the branding and marketing from a nerd's point of view, where we talk about, well, branding and marketing. So we do this on Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Marketing, 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 buzzword, 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 marketing, buzzword, buzzword, marketing. That's today's show, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. Look who's back. It's John, Jonathan Payne, but we call him John, just for those that you that have, I've run into that are like, is it John or is it Jonathan? It's John. And then this is Mitch. Mitch is uh, our creative director at Nerd Brand. His name is Mitch Gregory. He has a full name that sounds like a legal firm, but we'll get into that maybe later. I always uh, forget we're doing audio, too. Mitch and I both just sit here as if it's <laughs> just silent. I got to introduce you. I feel like I don't do my job very well because I don't really introduce you guys ever. And it's kind of like my fault because I'm, my brain is like, let's get on with it. Let's go. Woo! And then I'm like, mm -hmm. but people may not know who these other people are. I might want to do that one. So yeah. that There's only like maybe four people who have listened to every episode. <laughs> don't say that. There's a maybe lot more than four. 14. 14. <laughs> every episode. No, 70 episodes out of, you know. Well, I don't know. This is 75. Mm -hmm. This is number 75. We've been doing this for over a year uh, because COVID has kept us uh, remote and indoors and, and all that. Otherwise, we'd be in a studio by now, uh, which we are working on. That would improve video and audio. From those watching, you probably have noticed there's a bit of, there's something different with Mitch. Because you yep. can see more <laughs> mitch got married over the weekend no 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 that's what's different new macbook new macbook pro yeah yeah he's enjoying the ferrari of a uh, apple so whatever so yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah we got John, his MacBook equipment's always a good thing to have when you want to do podcasting. You want to have a decent mic and decent laptop, camera, lighting, all the good stuff and things. That 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 kind of helps. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be moving into a studio pretty soon and actually doing it that way and then having uh, camera switches, cuts. I don't know, whatever. We'll see how that goes. Uh, same show, same goofballs, new look. <laughs> Same show, same goofballs. Same old, same old. Yeah, same old, same old. Anyway, you're probably listening going like, what the crap are y'all talking about today? So today we're talking about different forms of marketing. So uh, marketing is such a big, big, big animal. So we're just going to probably just cover the highlights here on uh, on that. We're not going to like get into like everything because that's kind of impossible to do. Uh, so one of the things is, uh, you know, digital marketing encapsulates 
quite a lot. Um, so there's social media, there's email, there's content, there's direct, there's influencer, pay-per-click, uh, word of mouth. There's just all kinds of things that go into, uh, that go into what marketing is and how many various channels there are. Uh, but I will yield to John for thoughts on that. On digital in particular? Yeah, let's just talk about digital in particular. We don't really, we know that there's, uh, there's out of home, you know, we've been talking a lot about that lately, but, you know, uh, the, the digital world is changing a lot, especially with Facebook and Google. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think anybody who's kind of in the field of marketing or likes to keep up with that kind of news is aware of uh, some of the, the advertising challenges that have popped up really over the last, I guess, four to six months with uh, with Apple and Facebook having their dual and uh, Apple changing some of their protocols on how they're allowing Facebook and apps in general to, to track user activity. And, and that's interfering with Facebook's conversion tracking, which is kind of a big deal. Um, <laughs> a little bit. And a lot of, you know, and a lot of businesses, both big and small are, are fighting with that, trying to figure out, you know, how to make the most of their spend, making sure that they're not wasting money on clicks and traffic that is not actually going to generate revenue. So that's definitely a, a, a big thing that's that's changing rapidly. And even media buyers are, you know, struggling to keep up. And from my experience, um, other than that, you know, you obviously have the, the social media trends in general from organic content just going haywire. <laughs> the usual channels of, of, you know, Facebook and Twitter, not necessarily going away, not not dying by any particular, you know, standard. But you have this new wave of content style that TikTok has initiated and invigorated, and you have uh, you know different demographics using the platforms differently. Um, you have things like social audio that have really sprung up with Facebook and Spotify and uh, Clubhouse, obviously, kind of taking the the world by storm earlier in the year. So there's all kinds of stuff happening. Who knows where it's going? That's kind of always, and that's always been the case with, with digital and social in particular since the 2011, 2012, when they first started coming on the scene, it was kind of just like, holy crap, there's this whole new world. There's this new method to reach people organically, uh, which we later found out was just a, a little bit of a carpet pull <laughs> or yeah. pull, pull the rug out uh, methodology on Facebook's part. But yeah. uh, I would urge caution to anybody that hears you, you need to do uh, you should do on such and such. It's not, we've talked about magic buttons before. And we want to thank Jason Bernard for like posting something on LinkedIn as of the recording of this morning um, was really cool. What he was doing. He actually <laughs> went and took a clip out of one of our previous episodes and discussing that and quoted John and saying like, ain't, there's no magic button with SEO. You're not going to get it that way. And uh, he's been putting out some fantastic video content on LinkedIn, but Video content is not the it's not the magic button either. So I heard somebody recently this week say like, y'all need to really get if you're a business owner and you're not doing video, like, <clears throat> yeah, but not alone. And what kind of video? Like, it's kind of like saying like you need to get a car. Well, what kind? Like for what? You know how many? What you know? There's just this big gap there. It's not a it's not going to fix your marketing problems if you just start doing video content on a platform. That's, that's not it. And video content may not make any sense 
for your business, for what you do. I mean, that's just the, the fact. I mean, they, the, the content that we put out is, uh, I put out mostly on my personal channel on LinkedIn. It's mostly image driven. I don't really do, I don't do any video content. I thought about putting out TikTok videos and put those on LinkedIn and do kind of like WordPress tips and things like that. And uh, some people said, please don't. And I said, okay, I won't. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Let's get let's get them. <laughs> now that I have a new iPhone, they're like, oh no, what's he gonna do? <laughs> I am not downloading TikTok, I promise. Um, but anyways, that makes sense. Like, I mean, to me, I, I've been looking at LinkedIn. LinkedIn is just this continually continuous evol evolving animal, not with just the content, but with how it's serving content, depending on who the user is that is posting. Um, so I guess, uh, one question I'll ask is what do y'all think about automation tools versus actually a person posting it? Mm. I used to be a bigger fan of automation. I actually, you know, when social was kind of new and those tools were coming out, the, uh, the tools that kind of allows you just kind of plug in an RSS feed and feed content out, especially through Twitter. That was very, a very popular tactic. I think still a lot of people do it, but it definitely is dwindled. I mean, from a from a branding, from a marketing standpoint, for a business use, I don't find it to be super beneficial. And if you're a, a publication, a site like, I don't know, business2community.com, where they just have hordes of content coming in left and right, and it needs to be shared, I think people kind of expect to, to see automation and automated sharing, especially, again, through Twitter and um, and Facebook. I don't really think there's a way to automate the TikToks and Instagrams of the world. Um, I mean, you've got to be very thoughtful across the board, but especially in those channels because they're so image driven and um, they have their own little ecosystem that just doesn't allow for, to me, for, for automation. Um, well, autom marketing, marketing automation was, you know, and still is utilized for, um, for marketers like uh, HubSpot, ActiveCampaign, um, of course, Infusionsoft just rebranded to Keep. And so, you know, these, these tactics of sending out email and doing email marketing automation uh, is starting to come across, especially now with the changes with iOS, that's starting to look a little bit like, mm, you know, maybe we have to rethink that model and, and, and what we're doing if we're using those. Um, I always liked them, but that was three, four years ago. Yeah. I mean, I, I was speaking, you know, particularly in the context of social, which I think okay. is a super a, a ton since, you know, since its inception. Um, but yeah, I'm in email. I mean, if you're not, if you're not automating, you're, <laughs> you're doing something wrong, especially if you're running some kind of e-commerce shop. Um, I mean, you have to have those, those baseline browse abandonment, cart abandonment, emails, customer follow-up sequences. Um, you know, if you're, if you're not doing that, you're leaving just absolutely tons of money on the table. Yeah. To your point, it's getting more difficult with uh, the iOS 15 updates where it basically prevents marketers from seeing who's opening their or tracking who's opening their emails yeah. if, uh, for iPhone users, which doesn't seem like a big deal for most people, especially if you're not an email marketer, but opening an email as a trigger within automations is like, like you say, yeah, it's one of the most popular 
triggers, you know, and, and one of the most useful for gauging who's you know, interacting and, and engaged with your your email list. It's it's the primary method of cleaning up an email list. If somebody hasn't opened an email and you know, the last seven to 10 emails, they're probably not going to open the next 20. So you just kind of purge them off your list, you know, and I, I don't know that there's really a great solution that anybody's come up with at the moment. Uh, I, know there's I, I think the solution is having somebody like a Mitch, like <laughs> we say, release the Kraken. We always say release the Mitch um, because you need good creative. <laughs> Thanks for that, for the YouTube viewers there. Mitch approaching his camera. Um, you know, good creative. You know, getting really just good, like good like quality creative. I know it's subjective, but I think that when you start looking at, um, you know, your analytics or any kind of analytics and you start looking at in, test, in testing creative, you know, we talked to somebody today that's been testing creative since August and trying to prove like what works and what doesn't work, regardless of the context of that conversation that we all sit here and know, it doesn't matter. It's just the matter of the fact that, you know, when you're sending an email, like it looks like garbage, if it's hard to read, I know that right there is not gonna get an open. I get some of those where I'm like, really? I still have to pinch and zoom to read this? <laughs> <laughs> well, it also speaks to how you're collecting those emails. I mean, you've gotta be much more particular. You should have already, been particular before any of this and how you were collecting emails because you don't need an email list of unengaged people but now since you're going to have a lot more difficulty easily discerning who is engaged who's opening emails who's you know who's a prospective customer based on that open rate of you know open data now you got to be much more safe and particular about how you initially collect that person's information um and it's just, I mean, the, the, I think the takeaway is generally five to six years ago, maybe a little bit longer, digital was kind of easy. It was novel. All the platforms played well because they, they wanted the users. So they gave you a bunch of rewards and organic, you know, reach. And now it's just become substantially more difficult to know what's going on to appeal to people because they have been inundated for years at this point with stuff left and right in the digital environment. They've sniffed out some of the the newer technology of tracking their behavior and, and shopping behavior and, and have formed opinions around privacy and things like that that just didn't exist, you know, not not at the mainstream level. It didn't exist five or six years ago uh, or maybe a little longer. I don't know. Five years ago seems like so long ago, but it was just. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> which, which the dawn of time. What was it like? Which, which one? Sun. <laughs> My hand used to get so sore from carving ads out of stone tablets. <laughs> you were the one at the top. The calluses were, boy. <laughs> anyway. Here, Moses. It, 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 uh, it is definitely, you know, there's, there's a rebalancing happening. I mean, we've been seeing it over the last year, not just in our opinion, but in the, the requests from the market that, you know, from our clients, mm -hmm. there's a, there's a little bit of reinvigorated interest in, getting out of some of these, these especially paid social because that's just the one that's so front and center and negative you know in the in the news cycle but i mean even google you know is getting a ton of flack for you know having the basically having the monopoly that they have i mean even people like Rand fishkin who founded seo moz are are going after google you know he made it his fame off of off of search results and, and helping people better 
manipulate search results essentially. And, you know, there's, there's people testifying on the floor of Congress like him that are saying Google does not have the right to control that level of the market and, and they're using it to their, you know, to a competitive advantage over their competitors, over other publishers, websites. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a, definitely a, a sentiment that is growing within the general population and among clients. You know, I get asked about this, like, do y'all do that? And I'm like, yeah, but in a way, not like you're probably thinking, you know, I don't, we don't. I, I love that. <laughs> I, I, I still can't get over the idea of somebody asking you, do you do SEO? They do. I, I still get that's that. Like, I mean, that's, that's like saying, do you breathe? Um, well, yeah. Um, well, there, there, it, it is. There's just, there's so many, there's so many, I mean, what I mean by that is there's so many components that go into yeah. what makes SEO what it is and how it functions and how you maximize it and how you optimize it. It's not, it's not a single thing. It's, it's a term that, that basically it's an umbrella that covers a lot of different mechanisms. Yeah. I would encourage listeners to go back to a previous episode we did with, again with Jason Bernard on talking about branded search and how that works. And, and he explains excellently how the search engine actually works. And uh, it's very enlightening. And I've told people that a lot because, and I've even used his teaching and example of it, but, you know, it's basically looking at all this material out here on the internet. It's fragmented is what he said. And it's looking at <clears throat> that and when you do a search it's trying to fill, figure out out of that fragmented information how to display you online uh, as best it can about information of who you are and what you do um, so that means that you know that's 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 dependent upon the content that you're publishing not the SEO not the SEO -er, or whatever you want to call them it's not their SEO. job they can't do anything well if the content that you're publishing that you've been putting out there has absolutely nothing to do with what you do and who you are, uh, they're going to look at it and go like, I, I don't have, like if you write a blog post, if you're, if you're a plumbing company and you write a blog post about, man, ain't coffee cups awesome. Your SEO person in-house or marketer is going to go like, why, why are we writing this? Why is this? And the SEO person would be like, what key term are you trying to rank for? What are we trying to get? Like, what interest are we, you know? So, you know, you're, you're right away, you're off on the wrong foot. And you, you, you've made two people mad, your marketer and your SEO person. And the whole time, poor old brand management company like us sitting in a corner going, no, please listen. Please listen. <laughs> so, because web, I can say this being one, web we're just like whatever you want we'll do it that day man we got a game to play or a hot dog to eat we ain't worried about it uh we did our job there's your web page um so you know you've got all that going on it's got to work in concert of course is the point but seo is this animal that is that there is multi layers to it but one of the biggest things is the idea of ranking page one for a service in term how many plumbers for example are in a city that are all fighting for page one Okay, are they really all going to become page one? Google is going to hit a wall and they know it. They already know it, that that is not a game that you're going to be able to play and make either in search ads or in organic results. Uh, so the landscape is changing the more people that jump in. So Google has to start setting up um, qualifiers and gateways. So this is why advertising is going to get more expensive. Uh, so if you've got $500 and you're like, I'm going to do Google ads, great. Your competition has $5,000 to spend. Guess who's going to show up first in results on search? Because search ads do get ranked. They do use a ranking system. 
So it's sort of like that. I mean, you know, it, it's something to really not think about first at all. But SEO, yeah, I do get asked, like, do you guys do that? And I think, Jonathan, you were the one that was saying, like, it was in a, it was either in a slide deck or something you guys, both of you put together, I think, that said that it's happening as we do the job from conception of the message all the way through uh, the service line with us. SEO is happening, especially when we turn that website on. It's yeah. That's that's the message I've been trying to get across to people when that when that topic comes up. I mean, and I've been summing it up as SEO in the sense of ranking well in Google is an outcome. It's not a starting point. It's not something that you just start doing, like Mitch was saying. If you don't do SEO, you do a bunch of other things that result in having good rankings and being an authoritative brand within your space and having brand awareness so that people are searching for you and things like that. I mean, the the analogy that I use that I think a lot of people, I don't know, if you're, if you're a financially minded person, is you can't just say, do you do retirement? <laughs> Or, or you can't just walk up and say, I want to retire. You, retirement is the product of, you know, doing a bunch of different things right throughout your life, essentially. Uh, you, Saving, you hit that, diversifying, things like that. John, you hit that perfect. SEO is not a thing. It's an outcome. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that's, an outcome. That's, our, that's our industry's fault. <laughs> we, we presented it for years. Uh, and frankly, uh, I will say that I'm probably guilty when I first started really trying to wrap my head around SEO and being in sales seats and or in account management seats and probably misrepresenting what it was back then. And so our industry's kind of done a done a not so great job of uh, of explaining what it is. And, and there's obviously a lot of people who just have bad intentions. There's, you know, black hat SEO people who don't really care, don't care if you have, you know, what happens 10 years from now, they just simply want you to be number one mm-hmm. now so that they can get paid and then they'll be off to the next guy. Yeah. So yeah. It's, Marketing's it's, that way too. I mean, marketing has done that with, okay, you want to do Google ads? We'll do Google ads. And then, you know, there's like, okay, well, what did that get me? I think there's more of an awareness now when investing in marketing of what will that get me? What will that look like? And paying attention now to the money more, even though the market's, it's flooded with money. Just turn on the news and watch, and you'll see trillions and trillions of dollars being dumped into the U.S. economy. You know that's going to lead to uh, advertising and spends and things like that. But uh, they're still being very careful about like outcomes and, and more aware of that now because I think that there's been a cycle of we're going to offer a service and this is what it's going to cost, and then going back and actually reevaluating did all of that activity generate what I'm seeing in my bank account? Like, is there any, because, you know, honestly, I mean, John, you bring it up all the time really well in, in prospect meetings where there's a gap, there's a data gap in understanding on whether or not if that actually worked or not. And there's ways to do that just by simply having Google Analytics on your website. And that's that. Yep, that's that. So that's this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast that uh, awkwardly went. You know, we should do that. Craig Ferguson did do the, uh, you know, awkward pauses at the end of the show, which I thought were really funny. It's It only got weird when he did the smell my finger part, but uh, we're not going to do that anyway. So, yeah. yeah now, that you, now, that you, now that you talked about it, we won't do it. Yeah, it got weird. <laughs> it's just 
<laughs> All of our audio uh, audio listeners are like, "What's going on?" Mitch just had this weird look on his face that made me giggle. So, um, yeah, that was a thing, Mitch. You can look it up on YouTube. It's it's it, it it was funny in in like ten years ago. All right. Anyways, thanks for listening to the Nerd Brand Podcast. You can find us across all social media outlets. For, well, Please don't laugh. Stop laughing. <laughs> what? Stop laughing. You're supposed to be giving the spiel. That's right. People have to understand what you're saying. This is the call to action. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. You can find us on all the social networks except YouTube at NerdBrand Agency. If you go to YouTube, though, and you search for NerdBrand, you will find us. Click the bell, like, and subscribe. Do all of those things on the channel there. And uh, if you like to listen to this show, you can check out a new episode every Friday morning at well, at nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast. So uh, if you're a fan of Anchor, Spotify, or iTunes, you can also find the podcast there and subscribe to it as uh, for audio. Um, next week, we might have a guest. Depends. We're uh, trying. Yeah, we're trying. Like, you know, there's some, uh, you know, scheduling issues going on, people not feeling well, uh, life is happening. And so that's why we've had a string of shows without a guest. But that's okay. That's okay. Variety. Um, but uh, anyways, thank you for listening. And remember, everybody, keep your nerd brand strong. <laughs>